before they win another world championship. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the 1990 World Series much more than I did the 75 and 76, simply because I had finally realized after being around a lot of years that it's tough to get there. Mm -hmm. It's a lot tougher than they had led me to believe, the big red machine teams, because they were, they were just a great ball club. So I, I understood what Byron Somm said to me, but I didn't really understand it until years later. When you look back on so many great memories you have as the Reds broadcaster, of course, you went into the Hall of Fame, the National Baseball Hall of Fame. You received the Ford C. Frick Award in 2000. You went into uh, the National Sportscasters and Sports Writers Association Hall of Fame in 2005. Two great memories there. What are, If you had to pick one fond memory, what's your favorite of your 46 years? Uh, that's a tough question. I, um, I think the thing that I'm going to take away from this game and and the thing that I'm going to mostly miss is going to be the people that I work with and around. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done an informal poll over the last three years of people from all walks of life who have retired. Mm -hmm. And I ask them the same question. If there's one thing that you miss, what would it be? And almost without exception, those people, whether it be a man or a woman, uh, would say, uh, I don't miss my job. I miss the people I work with and around. And I, and, and I, I know I'm going to miss those guys come 2020 and having dinner at night with Tom Brenneman and Jeff Brantley and Chris Welsh and, and Jim Day and all the rest of the people that are involved in radio and television broadcasting for the Reds. But in terms of one's particular highlight, I, it'd be impossible because I, you know, I've, Jordan, I've been around great players and great teams and broadcast great moments in Reds history. Mm -hmm. So it'd be tough to come up with one particular thing, but I know that the people, it, that's a highlight of the 46 years for me, and that is the people I've been around. Let's look ahead to uh, this year. Uh, the Reds, last year, a new uh, manager this year, and then, of course, the Reds just made a huge move, trading Homer Bailey, um, who has struggled mightily the last couple of years. That's and, an understatement, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I, 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 want, I wanted. I didn't know what I what I should say, but I, the Hall of Famer has said it, has spoken. Um, but you get a guy like Yasiel Puig, who I think is an extremely exciting player. So do I. Something that I think the Reds really need right no now. No question. I think, um, and you know, the first thing people said when they made that trade was, well, you know, he, he's had all kinds of problems in Philadelphia and uh, LA and increase and incredibly immature and et cetera, et cetera. He has become a much more mature guy. Now mm -hmm. the Dodgers had very little trouble, if any at all with him last year. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a very demonstrative player. Mm -hmm. He believes in bat flips when he hits a ball that he thinks <laughs> is going to go out. <laughs> he does a lot of things, but a lot of the things he does are exciting things. In our ballpark, it's scary to think how many home runs oh. he'll hit. Oh my! So I'm 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 thrilled to death that come opening day, barring something unforeseen, he's going to be in the outfield and he's going to be out there on a regular basis because I think he can put up big time numbers for this club. Well, and, and you look to me personally, I think the starting pitching is the big thing. I think if they can get solid starting pitching, this team. I'm not going to say it can be a world champion, and they could be because you know you saw in '90 they were a fifth place team the year prior to Correct. '90 to '90, and then when it then when it '90, there's talk of you know potentially getting a particular pitcher from Cleveland. We don't know, obviously. That's only time will tell there. But let's say you get a guy like him, how good do you think this team can be? Well, I, I, I at the worst, 
I, I would say if they were able to swing a deal for a guy like Corey Kluber mm-hmm. or sign uh, uh, the Keuchel kid from Houston, yes. uh, from Houston mm-hmm. uh, to go along with um, uh, with uh, the pitchers they've already acquired, Alex Wood and, and Tanner Roark, to go with a, at that then it would be only two young pitchers in the rotation. You'd have three <laughs> veterans in there then. Yeah. Um, I think being a wild card team would be very realistic. Do I think they're good? They would be then good enough to win a division? Probably not, because I still don't think they would be as good as the Cardinals or the Cubs. Mm-hmm. I think they would bring themselves on par with Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know. I mean, there are teams that have made the postseason in both leagues as a wild card that have won 83, 84 games. And in fact, back in, I think 2004, uh, the Cardinals were a wild card team. And I think they won 85 games all year and they ended up winning the world series. And in 2011, they got it on the last day. Same thing. So all you want to do today with the way the postseason structure is laid out is to become a postseason team. Then you take your chances. Mm-hmm. Um, Dick Williams has vowed that, uh, they're not done yet. That they are still going to bring in, uh, they're still going to make a trade or a signing or two. Uh, so they apparently have enough dollars in the bank that they don't feel like they're done. Um, I don't. Going back to what you said earlier with the acquisition of Puig and and if Matt Kemp is with a club, which I would doubt, I think they'll probably trade him. I agree. But if they don't. You've got a pretty good offensive ball club when you've got Votto at first and Scooter at second and Peraza and Suarez on the left side of the infield. And then you've got Jesse Winker, who's an exceptional hitter. Yes. And now you've got Puig. And now you've got Shebler. And now you've got a great catching duo, both of whom are with us on, on this leg of the yeah. caravan, and Tucker and, uh, mm-hmm. and Kurt Casale. It's a pretty good offensive team. I agree. I'm very, very excited, beyond excited for this year. One last thing real quick, just because my friend who is a St. Louis Cardinals fan is listening, he swears to me up and down, Bernie, and you've been around this game much longer than I have, that Yadier Molina right now is better than Johnny Bench ever was. Not your, a chance. Your response to that? Not a chance. <laughs> and, and believe me when I tell you, for my money, Yadier Molina is a Hall of Famer, and I've said that on the radio. Uh, he, he is an exceptional talent. Yes, he to is. To say he's a, he's a better than Johnny Bench, your Cardinal fan is 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 not being objective. And on top of that, he's delusional. <laughs> God, I love you, Marty. <laughs> well, Marty, thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Jordan. I enjoy it. You're a very knowledgeable young man. Well, I appreciate that. I'm nowhere in your class yet. Um, but honestly, when I call baseball games here at the station, I listen to how you have called games of the years, and I kind of model how I do it. Well, after I appreciate you. that. Thank so, you very much. Marty, enjoy your state. Enjoy the great food. The we food, will. The food out here is delicious. I know it is. So, so, Marty, thank you very much, and you enjoy your season, and I'll hopefully be seeing you up there one day at the ballpark We'll come year. by and see us. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Marty. Marty, you Marty, Marty Renneman, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back after this on Works 96.7. Works 96.7 WRX, 100.9 FM and 1270 AM WXGO. Welcome back to the Red's Caravan. A big thank you to the Red Pepper Family Restaurants for sponsoring food and Chandler Chevrolet for bringing the Reds up here. Just chatted with the legendary Hall of Famer Marty Brenneman, who, of course, is uh, announcing his announced his retirement at the conclusion of the season. I'm now joined by two great young players that I'm very, very excited to watch this year. A catcher, Kirk, is it Casali? Yes. Casali and Taylor Trammell, gentlemen, good afternoon. Thank you for having us. Hello. How Thank are y'all you. doing today? 
Doing great. First um, caravan for me. I'm ex- I'm I'm doing well. I'm enjoying it. Have you ever been to this part of the country before? I have. I have family that lives in Indiana and oh, okay. uh, Tennessee and Kentucky. So I've been out here, and it's it's pretty it's pretty nice. I feel kind of at home. So. Okay. This is new for me. <laughs> uh, this part of Indiana, at least. I've been to Indianapolis, but you know, say, you're little, from, little ways away. You're from California originally. Oh, I was born there. I grew up in Connecticut, and okay. uh, actually, I call Nashville, Tennessee, home now. So not beautiful, too far. Beautiful city. Yeah, it is a beautiful city. So let's go ahead and talk, guys, real quick. Um, the season's coming up. We'll be it'll be here before you know it. You guys will be re- reporting to spring training before you know it. I want to ask you real quick um, about the latest acquisitions that the Reds just acquired. You tr- you get Yaseo Puig, who, I mean, is one of the most electric players in all of baseball ever since he came into the league several years ago. You get a guy like Alex Woods, um, who is a very solid pitcher, very underrated, and then Matt Kemp, assuming he stays with the club, just an extremely veteran professional. So talk about, from what you've seen here, what the outlook on the season is for you all. I think it's an exciting move, um, especially just, you know, they're big name guys, you know. They've they've uh, they've had experience in the playoffs, which is you know number one of importance, I think, to our club because you know we we need some guidance. We need you know guys who have been there before to you know hopefully help us get get there and uh, and and succeed in October. But um, we're really really pumped to you know see the, the organization going out and getting some some uh, you know familiar names and and uh, hopefully they add to our team and and make us really good. When you came to the Reds, uh, you were you came to the Reds last year, right? Yes. What was your initial reaction when you came to Cincinnati? Um, I didn't really have one. I, it, it was a surprise to get traded, but um, you know, literally everybody on the team was um, welcoming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, Jim Riggleman was was awesome. He uh, you know made me feel right at home, and uh, uh, you know the the geographic distance between here and Nashville is is really close, and I I, I enjoyed that too. And um, you know, playing for one of the most storied. Uh, franchises in all of baseball is uh, is an honor. Taylor, I'm going to turn to you now real quick. Um, while you're six years younger than me, so thank you, first of all, for making me feel very old. <laughs> <laughs> but you played uh, with Dayton last year, correct? I played with Daytona. Daytona, yes, I apologize. It, it gets kind of mixed up with the A is the only thing. Well, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, fair enough. But talk about what your career has been like. What are your aspirations for this year? Uh, my career so far has been, in my opinion, some that uh, – I'm proud about, um, but there's also some, there's also a part of me that continue, I just want to get better. Uh, every single day, every time I go out on that field, I want to continue to get better. It doesn't matter whether I'm, you know, 15 years in the bigs or a year into the bigs or right now. It doesn't matter. I just want to continue to learn, uh, learn, hone in on my game and understand, you know, I can always get better. I don't want to ever be complacent and... This is just a fun time, you know. I'm a professional baseball player, and it's just something that I'm looking at right now. is still is mind-boggling, but it's something that I'm very, very proud about. It's something that I just haven't really grasped on yet, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm so happy right now. Um, yeah. So my goals this year also are, you know, I just want to go out there and compete every single day. Um, you know, I just want to limit. Uh, I just want to limit the huge up and downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to have that big, you know, roller coaster. If I'm, you know, going up and down, I want to stay on a consistent line, um, and just, you know, just be as consistent as possible. That's the biggest thing. That's kind of like the word of the year is consistency. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you know, getting to the big leagues is it can be a struggle for some, but I mean, it, it's it is a patience game because very very few people, and I think you both know this, go straight 
don't don't play any time in the minors. Is it at all frustrating playing in the minors and just wanting to get to the top, or are you patient and saying, hey, I will get there? I think the biggest thing is is just understanding that your time is going to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer that my time, whether it be uh, baseball, whether it be just things happening in general, takes time. Nothing, you know, people say the quote, you know, Rome wasn't built in one day. You know, it's not. You know, you it takes time for people to build. It takes time for people to grow. And that's one thing that when I'm going through the minors, I don't think of it as I'm, you know, in the minors, all oh, this stinks or anything like that. It's like, no, this is a time where I can learn. These are some of the guys I might even be facing within the next few years. I'm going to learn something. I'm going to pick up on something. I'm going to understand that this guy does this, this, and that, and the other. That's the kind of things that I'm looking towards and just honing in on right now. Mm-hmm. Kurt, I'm going to go back to you uh, now. You are probably going to be with the Big League Club to, st- club to start the year. What is your outlook on this season? Um, I think everybody wants me to, or any any you know member of the Reds right now to say, hey, we're going to win the World Series this year. It's um, easier said than done. It doesn't it doesn't work like that. <laughs> um, and I mean, obviously, there's been a few trades already this off season. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say Cincinnati's in the news a little bit more than they have been in the past, and and, that, and that's exciting. That's that's yeah. good because you know the the country and the world deserves to know that uh, this is a, a a great fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the 150 year celebration is going to be really cool this year too, mm-hmm. but all all of it is just noise. It's just it's noise. It's um, you know words don't don't equate to wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I could sit here and tell everybody you everybody's listening that hey we're going to do great things this year, but no it's 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 not worth saying that. Just um, we're going to do our absolute best to you know be the best team we can be is, um, and, you know, hopefully win a bunch of games this year. Baseball is a funny game. It, it, it is. I was just talking to Marty a minute ago. You know, they were talking about the team that won the title in 90. They had finished fifth place the year before. And then in 90, they go wire to wire and win the World Series and sweep the Oakland A's, who at the time were, I mean, were the most dominant team in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. And so anything can happen in, in baseball. So a couple of personal questions I want to ask you all while we got a couple minutes left. Favorite soft drink, both of you. Soft drink? Uh, Dr. Pepper. Oh, yes, sir. Sprite. Sprite? 100%. Sprite, 100%. Okay, favorite video game if y'all have one? NHL. NHL, love, really? I love hockey. It's a combination between Fortnite, Fortnite and oh, Ark Survival. I told nobody knows what Ark Survival is. Nope. Ark Survival is my favorite game of all time. I've never it's, even heard of that. It's so there's... an open world. It's a you're gonna yeah. It's an open world game. Uh, dinosaurs. You have to build your own. You have to gather your materials, build your own houses. It's it's pretty intense. You get to tame dinosaurs, <laughs> whatever. It's it's pretty sick. Okay, favorite television show. Wow. Uh, I mean, of, of all time, it's uh, it's currently Game of Thrones. That that is okay. the most amazing show ever. Same. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah. See, I'm a big. I love Family Guy too, though. See, Family Guy, it's hard to be. The original Family Guy is good. I, yeah. I, I think as the, yeah. as it's gone on, it's just kind of like, okay, it's the same joke mm-hmm. every show. Yeah. It, it gets low. But I think the original Family Guy is excellent. Big Bang Theory is my all-time favorite, which is sadly coming to an end here that's in a, a couple yeah, that's months. That's a good show. It, almost, it has to end at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marvel or DC Comics, if y'all, if y'all like comics? I, I like Marvel. Marvel? Mar- I, I'll go with Marvel Mar- as well. Marvel? Okay. Well, guys, excellent. Um, Taylor, I hope I see you in the big leagues uh, here very, very soon. I read all about you, and I know 
uh, how good I think you're going to be. And Marty was touting about you before we went on the air. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to hopefully seeing you there. And Kurt, you were an excellent catcher last year, and I'm Thank excited you. to watch you again this year. So, gentlemen, Thank best you. of luck. Thank you for joining me on the Thank air. Thank you so much. Kurt Casale, Taylor Trammell, folks. We'll be back with more after this on the Reds Caravan here on Works 96.7. Works 96.7 WORX. Welcome back to the Cincinnati Reds Caravan here on this Thursday afternoon. Joined now by General Manager Nick Kroll and also Tucker Barnhart. Gentlemen, hello. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Um, let's go ahead and get started. Tucker, we will get to you in a moment, but I got to ask Nick real quick. There was a huge trade done by the organization here a few weeks ago. Go ahead and talk about it, and what are your expectations for these guys? Yeah, I mean, we... Uh we were trying to add to our club uh, coming into the season. Uh, starting pitching was uh, our number one focus, and you know when we when we got this deal, we felt that it could make impact in multiple spots with uh, uh, Puig and Kemp as uh, part of our outfield and Alex Wood uh, as you know part of our starting rotation and Kyle Farmer come in and and uh, compete for a spot. So you know we think that the uh, the, the deal overall can have huge impact to our club this year. You look at a guy like, you know, let's use Yasiel Puig. He's one of the most exciting players in baseball. I think we can all agree there. He has at times been very flamboyant. He is uh, he's called immature at times. I don't know. I'm not in a clubhouse, so I don't know that. But I think he is someone, though, that I think will bring fans to GABP because he's someone that kids will want to see. He's a powerful hitter. And in Great American, Tucker, you know this. It's it's That ball flies there, especially in the summer months. Yeah, we and we expect him to come in and be a, a impact middle of the order bat right out of the chute uh, for us uh, for this year. Now, are there other possible moves that we could see here in the future? Yeah, look, we're still looking to improve this club and and see what we can do between now and and opening day and and move forward. You know, we want to make ourselves as best as we possibly can uh, going into the season and and with a chance to uh, you know legitimately win some games and and you know. Hopefully things break our, our way and you know contend at some point. Absolutely, Tucker. I'm going to turn to you here. You are quite popular in this part in this state because you are a homegrown boy from Brownsburg. In fact, one of my friends, uh, his girlfriend, will be listening to this. She's from Brownsburg, Indiana. So, um, you ever get to make it back up there? Well, I live I live in Zionsville, which is about 15 minutes. Uh, it would be east of of Browns, north and east of Brownsburg, but. Uh, I, I always like being back in the in the state of Indiana for sure. Um, like I said, I, I live here in the winter. Um, my, uh, both of our families are here, so I can't really see a, uh, see my fam- my family, my wife and my son, leaving the state. Um, obviously, work. Is your wife from here? She she grew up in Alabama. She was uh-huh. born in Indiana. And she grew up in Alabama and then be- and then relocated to Alabama because of her dad's job. But uh, now. We all live in, in Indiana. You know, Tucker, you were, you know, a kid that when you got drafted up, everyone around here was excited. Because, again, from Indiana, you know, it's like the pride. Like, you see what this kid can do, and then you see what you do behind the plate, and then you get the call. You're the Gold Glove recipient back in 2017. What was that like for you? Oh, it's a, a dream come true. I mean, I've always been a guy that's had to play better, <laughs> to, to play really well defensively to stay on the field. That's just how how the type of player that I am. Um, and in 17, to, to get that award, to be recognized as, as the best ca- uh, catching defender in, in, the, uh, in the league was extremely special. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it's, there's m- more, more of those to come, for sure. 
You hit 270 a couple of years ago. It was a little less last year, but still a solid batting average. Um, is Do you think that if you had to pick one part of just your overall game, is hitting the part you want to improve most? Is it power hitting? What is it? Well, I think to give you the cliche answer, I think it's I could there's a little I could do something a little better on both sides of the ball, and then on those sides of the ball, there's specific things that I could do better. I think I could. Uh, um, my pitch framing numbers could be better. Uh, we're we're working towards making uh, making some changes there that are they're definitely going to help. Uh, Jr. House is going to help out immensely with that. Our new catching coach and third base coach, um, and that's absolutely nothing against Mike Stefanski, who's been with Cincinnati, been with us for for the la- for a number of years, and has really helped me become the catcher that I am. Um, but Jr. is going to extreme help help a lot. And that, um, but offensively, uh, I just I gotta continue to just have consistent at bats, um, have good at bats, and um, the mental approach for me is where is where I need to get better. And so, not necessarily offensively or defensively, but it's it's embracing the daily grind of the major leagues and embracing playing every day, the ups and the downs of that, not getting too high, not getting too low, and just because at times I've struggled, I, I'm, I'm extremely competitive, and and that's not saying that that I'm I'm, I'm saying I want to take a step back from being competitive and expect myself to fail but you have to realize the the reality of this game that you're going to you're going to fail and I I have to do a better job of uh, of dealing with that. Um got a new manager this year and I want uh Nick if you don't mind answering this as well. What are your, what's the what about Mr. Bell do you like that that you see in him going forward for this club? I think David's a very calming presence um <clears throat> just from a personality. Um I think he's very open and and how he goes about uh, viewing a lot of different things, uh, he looks at things from multiple different angles. Um, I feel, I do feel, we've assembled a very good coaching staff that has a chance to make impact, um, and I think David's going to be a really good leader moving forward. What are your thoughts so far, Tucker? Well, I'm extremely excited uh, to work with David, and I mean the entire staff. I've had multiple conversations with just about everybody that's that's new on the staff, and uh, I, I make sh- I'm looking. Very much forward to to getting to work. I uh, when I signed in 2009, David was in our minor league system as a manager in the upper levels of the minor leagues. Uh, so I never played for him, but I, I got to know him in spring trainings and and things of that nature. So uh, I'm extremely excited and uh, just ready to get going. When you look at this year, um, obviously everyone you want to say, well, how's it going to be this year? Well, we're going to be the World Series champions. We don't know. Baseball is a funny, funny sport. You know. Uh, Milwaukee last year was one game away from the World Series after the year prior being a very much a sub-500 team. Back in 89, the Reds were a fifth-place team. They were the world champions in 90. So when you look at this team, including the acquisitions right now, and let's say you get a couple, another player or two, what's your outlook on this season? Well, if for me, in a more general statement, and instead of putting maybe a... A number of wins or saying we're going to win the division i'm extremely happy to to see all the moves that we've made and the willingness of the front office to go out and get players that are going to help us win now um i think as players in the locker room it's you come to the park and you want to win and we haven't been very good the last few years and i'd be lying to you if i if i said the the alternative and so having the front office showing us as players that they're going willing to go out and make moves to make our team better in in the short term and hopefully in the long term as well it's uh, it's very 
very exciting. It's very optimistic. It makes me feel very optimistic. So uh, I'm just like I said, I'm really excited to get rolling. All right, excellent. Well, Tucker, thank you very much. Best of luck to you, young man. Thank you, and Nick. And uh, Nick, thank you very much. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching this team this year. Thanks. All right, thank you guys. Tucker Barnhart, Nick Kroll, joining me. We'll be back with more after this on Works 96.7.